Yeah. Uh, revenue right now, uh, it's every month. It's like a little bit up or a little bit down, but we're around 90 to 100 K monthly recurring revenue right now. So like just over a million dollars annual revenue for the business. You are listening to conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Joe Howard. He's building a very cool business called WPBuffs.com. Uh, he's also co-host at the WPMRR WordPress podcast, which you should all check out. Joe, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. It's going to be fun. You bet. So you describe WP Buffs on Indie Hackers as 24-7 WordPress site management. Now, is this consulting or SaaS? Uh, it's not really consulting and it's not really SaaS. It's more like I, I, I put it under the category productized service. So really a services company at core, uh, we're managing WordPress websites for entrepreneurs, small businesses, but also for agencies and freelancers. We have a white label program as well. We do white label support. Um, but it's kind of more productized service or pretty much packaging, uh, services together, uh, and selling that, uh, to folks who need ongoing support when it comes to WordPress. What can you be specific? So I have a WordPress blog. What's something I would pay you to do with that WordPress blog? Yeah, cool. Uh, a lot of people, people need all sorts of help with WordPress. People use WordPress, they build a site, they install everything, they get the theme set up, they get all the content on the images, and then they realize, oh, goodness, there's so much ongoing stuff I have to do. I got to manage all the updates for the plugins. I got to manage backups. Uh how do, what happens if the website goes out on a on a Friday night uh, and I'm like out for the weekend? What happens to the website then? Um, there's the speed of the website, which also, of course, like influences like if you're doing like SEO and other marketing stuff. You want to use experience to be good security for the website, uh, making adjustments on WordPress. All these things are they're easy for someone who really knows WordPress, but. If you're a business owner and you, you know, Nathan, want to run your blog instead of worrying about, oh, where do I edit this WordPress thing? Then that would be something you could grab a subscription for. And our team would just help you out with our, you know, website edits, speed and security optimization, all that stuff. And let's not bury the lead here. You've talked about this. What have you grown revenue to? And then let's get the backstory. Yeah. Uh, revenue right now, uh, it's every month it's like a little bit up or a little bit down, but we're around 90 to 100 K monthly recurring revenue right now. So like just over a million dollars annual revenue for the business. Um, and that's through again, direct customers, 
website owners, small businesses paying us to manage their website, and then also a larger agency and freelancer partners paying for white label kind of reseller 24-7 support. So a couple questions there. What's the average customer paying you per month of the hundred grand a month? Yeah, lifetime value also actually differs significantly based on if you're a direct customer or if you're a white label partner. Our direct customers most have one site, but a good amount, probably 20 or 30% of those direct customers have two sites, three sites, five sites. Those can add to lifetime value uh, of those customers anywhere from like $1,500 to $2,000, usually that lifetime value. Um, white label partners are a little bigger. They're coming on with more sites. They're making 24-7 support a core piece of their business. And so they're really scaling, reselling of our care plans. Um, so their lifetime value can go anywhere from 4,000, 5,000, 6,000, 7,000. I mean, I think probably our longest serving customers who have been with us for, you know, five, six years, they're, they're up there around five, $6,000. Um, I think our average customer stays with us for about 29 months. Last time I checked lifetime value. Um, so yeah, people tend to stick around. So five, six years is your longest customer. Does that mean you launched the company in about 2014, 2015? Yeah. 2015, uh, like beginning of 2015. Uh, so, and yeah, how, so, and how many customers are you working with today? Ooh, good question. Um, probably number of customers is different than number of websites managed. So probably number of customers are probably around like 500. Um, and how many and websites? Websites we're probably approaching about a thousand websites right now. Uh, maybe you've reached that. I don't know. <laughs> and, and of the one K customers or sorry, the 500 customers, how many of them are direct versus white label partners? The majority of our business is white label websites managed under the white label program. Probably about 70% of the websites, 60 to 70% of the websites we manage are white label support, meaning an agency works with us and resells our care plan to their clients. We manage that client's website, do all the speed, security optimization, website edits, updates, backups. We do all that under that white label agency kind of partner. We send emails out on their behalf and do email support on their behalf. We send out reports with their logo on it, that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah. 60 to 70% white label uh, and the rest direct customer. So this white label model is an interesting one. I want to dive deeper on it for a second. So, so if someone was going to sign up direct to you on your website, what would they pay you per month to help like for you to manage two of their sites? Let's say they have two websites. Yeah, we have different tiered plans. So folks can pick and choose what plan they go under. We have certain requirements like, um, Websites with advanced functionality like e-commerce on the site or like membership sites, that's kind of advanced functionality. We put that under our perform plan. It's $197 a month for that care plan, for that subscription. Uh, if someone has a custom built website uh, and like custom plugins, they're going on, you know, custom plan pro, which is like $500 a month. So to have a custom website, it's going to be more expensive because our team is relied on to manage all that code. We don't have a theme developer or plugin developers to help update the plugins. We manage all of the, all of the pure code uh, on those websites. Um, but people can pick and choose what they want on different sites. If someone just needs, they just like don't want to deal with like pressing the update button on a like simple site for the most complex thing is, you know, a contact form, then that can go under our maintain plan, $67 a month. Um, so two perform plans, two websites under perform plans, about $400 a month. Uh, but if someone say one website, they really want to optimize speed of the site, but one website's a little less, uh, important and maybe they just need to maintain plan. You can mix and match and go, you know, anywhere from, I don't know, 150 for two sites up to, you know, a thousand or $2,000 a month for, for two sites really depends on functionality. It depends on what people need on the site, uh, what kind of management people need. Do they need 
all the nuts and bolts and uh, all the all the goodies, or do they just need something simple? If you're doing a straight average, right? If you're doing $100,000 a month right now in revenue across 500 customers, you know, obviously 200 bucks a month is about average, which kind of coincides with your 197 a month plan. Um, talk, talk, talk to me though. So let's take that 197 a month plan. That's what it is direct. If you sold that through a white label partner, what would they sell that usually to their customers for? Like what markup do they build in? Yeah, we give all of our white label partners a 20% discount on all of our care plans. So it actually allows them to have a better profit margin on all the plans they resell. Um, so it allows us to manage more websites uh, in a, a model that's still solid for us and also allows our white label partners to uh, make a little bit more profit on each care plan they resell. Uh, and it's good, great for our end customers as well because they get great support. We've systemized everything. We do a great job what we do. So what, they get what will they sell that for though, Joe? So if you're giving them your $200 a month plan for 160 a month, so there's $40 a month of margin built in, but do they, do they mark that up even more higher than 200 a month? Yeah, folks can mark it up if they want to. Um, a lot of it's going to depend right on their relationship with their customers. Uh, some people have great relationships and some people sell that for our perform plan, you know, for let's say $300 a month. We usually recommend people start selling the uh, care plans at our direct customer base rate. So if someone gets 20% off our $197 a month, it's about $157 a month they're paying us for that white label care plan. We recommend they start uh, by selling that care plan for $197. So it's about $500 a year in profit for that care plan if you sell it at that rate. But we also say once you've done that for a little while, you can always adjust pricing moving forward. If you feel like you have good relationships, you can always increase pricing a little bit if you want to. That's fine, too. What prevents a white label partner coming in and undercutting your own website's pricing? This is the biggest issue that I talk to when people have this sort of value added reseller go to market strategy. Yeah, we vet all of our white label partners very carefully. Anybody who wants to sign up for our white label program has to jump on a call with us. Um, part of that is yes, to sell the white label program. And we want to educate people and make sure that, you know, what we're doing is going to fit well into their business model. But it's also really focused on making sure that those partners are people who want to really uh, add care plan reselling to their business model. They're serious about that, um, that they know our price points, that they understand the pricing that they need to sell that in order for our program to, to work for them and to benefit their business and to help them you know, make care plans a profit center for the business and to grow that piece of the business. So but Joe, what if they, that's what I'm asking, right? Is let's assume it's a good culture fit. It's all a perfect fit, except the white little partner says like, let's say I'm a partner on one on a first call. Joe, I love what you're doing. Um, I'm also selling though, like content writing services. And I know if I can just sell them your tool to get a relationship, I can make all my profits selling my content writing services. So I'd love to sell your plan at my, at cost for me, 160 bucks a month. You obviously can't have that, Joe, as a business because then they're undercutting your own pricing on your own site. How do you prevent that from happening? Is it in the contract? Um, I don't. Well, we give all of our white label partners a 20% discount. So all of our white label partners are paying us $160 a month for those care plans. So if they want to sell it at cost, it just means that they're not making a profit on those care plans at they're reselling, um, which we have no problem with. Um, we prefer for our white label partners to make a profit on each care plan that they sell. But if they're, we actually have a few very successful white label partners who work with us on 20, 30 websites. They sell the 
the plans at cost for them. They don't make profit on that, but it allows them to make profits on some of the other things they do for clients. So like a marketing uh, agency, they work with us on 30 sites, don't make profit on those, but it allows them to get in the door and sell great SEO services. So you're not concerned about one of those white label partners really going all in, launching Google ads that say, hey, get WP Buffs at 20% off, pay you know 160 bucks a month instead of on their website, it's 190 a month or 200 a month. Oh, I see. Um, no, we're not really worried about that. It's never really happened before. If it happens, we're probably, we'll probably figure out something. But again, we bet all our white label partners pretty hard uh, and we make sure that they're just good fits to work with us. And they're, they're never the kind of people who would do that. Um, so if the day comes where someone slips through the cracks, then we'll take care of it. Well, you, you sort of, Joe, sort of the way you just described it, one of those kinds of people and slips through the cracks makes it seem like they're doing it with bad intent. This is a perfectly viable, a good person with great intentions that wants to help people and say, could do this exact same strategy because they want to keep costs low for the customers on the end. So it's not just about like a bad person or someone slipping through the cracks. It's a business model decision for you. Yeah, I think that's true. I wouldn't argue with that. I, I don't, I don't think I was meaning it as a negative thing. I think someone can slip through the cracks and still have positive intent and that's fine. Uh, we have really good relationships with all of our white label partners. They're, they're that. They're partners for us. Um, it's our goal to make sure that their business, what we do for them as their white label partner is making their business uh, more successful. And if it's not, then that's something we want to fix and we want to improve. So yeah, good relationships with white label partners makes everything easier and never had an issue and hopefully never have that kind of issue. Talk to me <laughs> again. That's what you use as like you, you use the word like issue, right? Uh, this is a thing that is like a great people do this all the time. It's a really good strategy. So it's just it's interesting to sort of hear you talk about that in the in the frame that you're talking about it. But just to be clear, you're not saying it's a negative or positive. You're just sort of saying it hasn't happened before. If it does happen, we'll deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I say issue and it sounds negative to you. I'm not. I, I guess I'm not meaning it as negative. I mean it's like something that we could do better. So. I'm always for improving. If we can do 1% better every day, then everybody wins. So if that's something that, uh, if that ever presented itself, like maybe we'd have to look at it, but it's, it's never happened. So <laughs> let's get more of the backstory here. So you launched in 2015. Um, have you bootstrapped the company to date or have you raised? Yes. Bootstrapped. Bootstrapped. That's great. And what's the team look like today? How many folks? Um, I think we're at about 25 right now. Um, probably be around 30 by the end of the year. We're did a big round of hiring just in the last couple months. Uh, and that seems to become like more of less of a, we hire every little while and we're kind of always hiring. So if anybody on WordPress people out there, feel free to come talk to me. How many engineers are on the team? Um, probably about half to two thirds of our team are engineers. Um, we got a solid, solid engineering team. Uh, and then we've got a small customer success team. We've got a community team that we're building. WordPress is open source software, so the community aspect is really important. Um, so we're starting a, a team to really make sure we're doing all the important work in the open source community that's necessary um, to be a good company that works in open source. Any, um, any yeah, quota carrying reps, or is, it, is, it, is the price point sort of too low to give commission to a sales rep? Uh, yeah, we've got... Our sales uh, structure is not like we don't do any outbound sales. All of our sales is inbound. Um, most of our marketing strategy revolves around uh, SEO, content marketing. Um, we just started a YouTube channel, but uh, all of it is to drive inbound leads to us. We have great systems in place so that people get booked. And then our sales team is someone we have uh, someone who does sales, who works on, on our sales team and directs our sales team, but also our 
one of our customer success folks also does sales, Dean. He just happens to be really good at it. So we have him doing some sales as well, but he really just jumps on calls, just get booked into his calendar. Are there quota carrying reps though, or, or no, no quota? Say again. Do your two, it sounds like you have two sales folks. Do they have a quota or is there no quota? Uh, no quota. No quota. Got it. So two folks on sales and they're just kind of the, the, the demo, the trial, the demo, the close, and then onboarding is sort of what they focus yeah, on. Yeah, I, really do. I wouldn't call it a demo. We just kind of have discovery calls. Um, and for white label partners, it's to make sure they're good fits and to explain the program to them and to get them started on things for direct customers. It's yeah, also educational, uh, and to make sure that they, uh, they are, our subscription is going to be a good fit for them. We're not a good fit for for everybody. Some people just need a freelancer to do an hour of work for them and that's fine, but we're an ongoing partner for people and we got to make sure we <clears throat> are adding that value to folks. And yeah, we don't have like a quota for our sales team, but yeah, we review our numbers every month and say like, Oh, like here's our closing rate and you know, Oh, where could we have done better? And we discuss things. So we're not super formal about sales, but we try to be formal enough that we have at least like some things in place to try and improve. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned revenue source. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down. When you look at monthly revenue churn on average, what would you put that at? Yeah. Dean is head of uh, customer success and he's done a great job with churn. Um, churn is earlier this year, it was probably at about five, six, seven percent. Um, now it's four to five percent pretty consistently over the past two or three months. Um, so yeah, under five is, is a big number to hit and stay consistent. So if we can, uh, continue to do better there. That's great. Dean's big uh, aim this quarter is net negative churn. So we want all of our upgrades um, from white label partners adding new sites or current direct customers adding new sites or upgrading from a maintain plan to protect or protect to perform. Uh, we want that revenue to eclipse the revenue that is churned out of the business it's called net negative churn. Uh, and that's like, yeah, holy grail for, <laughs> for, uh, subscription businesses. So we're trying to hit that this quarter. We'll see. How do you do that? I mean, that's extremely, extremely, I actually don't think I'm, I'm sorting through my database right now from like the, you know, 2000 SaaS CEOs entered by ARPU. There's nobody at this price point that has net negative churn because of the economics of like, there's no opportunity to upsell and add three grand to the same customer because your max plan is get them to add another site. And then, you know, that bumps them up 50 bucks a month. Are you going to bring on a new product? That's a higher price point. Um, we have some things in the work for that, but I'd actually challenge you on that. I think it's possible at a lower price point to hit net negative churn. Um, our model with white label partners means if we bring on significant white label partners, um, that bring on, you know, 40, 50, 60 sites at a time, um, that's an easy way to add, um, a good amount of revenue to the business, um, all in one chunk. Um, so the bigger amounts you're saying, so, um, just because we don't work with people on like $2,000 a month or $3,000 a month retainers, like some like enterprise level companies doesn't mean we still can't add big chunks of revenue. So, um, yeah, I think it's possible in our model. And yeah, I mean, it's, by the way, it's not just big chunks. I mean, the, the problem is there's 60, there's, there's 60% annual churn. So before you can get close to net negative, you have to make up the 60% gap. You have to fill that with expansion first and then still expand further than that. And usually the model people do to do that is they find a utility-based metric like number of sites like you've identified with your white label partners. And it, that's exactly right. They drive upsells that way. Um, I, I don't know how many white label partners you have out of the 500. I just know you have 500 customers using the platform. Sure. Yeah. How many white label partners do you have? Um, I mean, I guess, like I said before, I think like 60 to 70% of customers or websites are on white labels. So yeah, that, that still doesn't like 60, yeah. 70 or 70. 
Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah. So you have 60 or 70 of the of your 500 total customers paying you 60 to 70 are white label partners, but those partners make up the majority of the number of websites you manage. Correct. I see. I see. Interesting. Okay, last question before we wrap up. What does CAC look like to get a new $200 a month customer? Say again? What does customer acquisition cost look like to get a new $200 a month customer? Mm, yeah, this is a hard metric for us to uh, for for us to nail down. Uh, I don't think we have an exact number for customer acquisition. Um, we try to look at it. The, the way we think about it is more customer or what's the lifetime value of a customer, of a specific customer. Uh, and then what are our marketing activities uh, in terms of uh, trying to obviously like undercut that number pretty significantly. Um, so we don't have a, a specific number for what customer acquisition cost is, um, but we're always trying to, you know, if we're sponsoring an event, we'll say, well, one new white label partner has a lifetime value of, you know, $5,000. So, you know, we can afford to spend, you know, easily spend $5,000 on a sponsorship for this because, you know, we expect to get maybe two new white label partners from, you know, appearing in front of these 5,000 people or whatever. So, um, yeah, that's how we think about it. So you're comfortable paying sort of up to half of lifetime value for a new customer, five grand for two new white label partners. Um, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know. I would feel comfortable doing that. I'd also feel comfortable paying more probably off the top of my head. Um, I think that there's, we're always finding ways to increase customer lifetime value. That's actually increased like over the, uh, the lifespan of the company we're always lifetime value continues to increase for customers so yeah i mean i probably feel comfortable spending a little more as well all right great rapid fire famous five here number one favorite business book favorite business book um ooh, i have two that i really like but i'll just go with uh with essentialism um number number two is there a ceo you're following or studying is there a what a ceo you're following or studying um yeah, I, I usually like it's folks around the WordPress space are the people I keep closest with. Um, so like Corey Miller, he's probably not someone you'd know, but he he ran iThemes uh, and uh, that guy was acquired by Liquid Web, big hosting company. So Corey Miller is someone I follow pretty closely. I'm actually pretty close with. Number two, is there a, C, a tool you're using a lot uh, to build the company besides any WordPress tools? Uh, yeah, we're big HubSpot users. Um, so that's a big piece of our HubSpot, it's HubSpot sales CRM. So the sales CRM is, is a big piece where we keep all of our leads and push them through the cycle. Number four, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Ooh, I like, to, I like to get a lot of sleep. Um, uh, usually around, uh, at least seven, but I really try to get like eight or nine, but it's tough these days. I've got a seven month old baby boy here. So, uh, but he's sleeping pretty well. The first three months were a little tough, but I get so a little situation wise, sort of married one kiddo. Yes. All right. And how old are you, Joe? 31, just turned 31. Congrats. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, I wish that I knew that life's going to be a little crazy and you don't have to know what you want to do when you grow up. It's okay not to know. Guys, WPBuffs.com, helping folks both directly via their $200 a month plan and via a lot of white label partners, which they hope to scale over time to drive up uh, to net negative revenue churn or positive above 100% net revenue retention. Uh, launched company back in 2015, all bootstrapped today, about 21 folks on the team, again, doing about $100,000 a month in revenue. Joe, thanks for taking us to the top. Hey, thanks for having me, man.